morning, happy Tuesday, or if you catch this at a later date, I hope you guys are having a great day. So today I am really excited to talk about this topic. I am very passionate about it as it has affected myself personally and also affected um, my daughter most recently. So we're going to be talking about using food as a reward for performance and why not to do that. So first I just want to talk about the definitions of earn and reward. Um, so to earn something is to gain or incur in return for one's behavior or achievement. And then when we look at reward, that is something given in recognition of an achievement, effort, or service. So when you think about food and rewarding someone with food, um, or also along the same lines, when you earn your ice cream or you're earning your cookies or XYZ, whatever it is. Um, and I wanna talk about throughout this live why that just doesn't work and how it's detrimental. So on the flip side of earning or rewarding with food, I wanna talk about how our bodies deserve and need food. So when we talk about deserve and need, I wanna just get really clear on the definition of those two terms. So deserve, quite simply, is to be worthy of. So when you think about deserve, your body deserves food, your body is worthy of food. Um, when we look at the word need, need is to require because it's essential. So throughout today's live, I want you guys to think about earn and reward of food versus deserve and need. So deserve and need comes from a place of essentialness we actually need food to survive. And along those same lines, I wanna talk about just our body has a caloric requirement just to be alive. We need calories to survive. And that's our BMR, our basal, basal metabolic rate. And that's the calories that our body burns at rest just by being alive. And that's gonna vary for everyone. Um, but, that means we have to eat to survive. We don't have to earn our food and our food shouldn't be a reward. It's something our body deserves and needs, right? Out of it being essential and we're worthy of it. So um, along the lines of our body expending calories, we dispose of calories or energy, right? Calories equal energy. We dispose of that in many different ways. So yes, during exercise and working out, we burn calories, um, simply put and generically put, um, but we also have what's called the TEF, so thermic effect of food. And this is the rate at which our body digests our food, um, what it does to the metabolism, right? So um, using energy to digest our food, um, protein is gonna, cause your body to burn more calories to digest the protein. Um, and it's subsequently a little bit less for um, fat and carbs. I don't want to get all into that, but I do want you to know that as your body digests, you're actually burning calories just by digesting your food. So that's one way. Um, good morning. Hello. Welcome. Okay. Um, and then also your TDEE. And I've talked about this before with Rhonda. So your total daily energy expenditure, that is a whole nother way your body, you know, burning more calories. So you're looking at your 
BMR, your basal metabolic rate, how much your body just burns just by being alive. And then if you include your exercise, that's going to increase the calories that you're burning. Um, and then also looking at that thermic effect of food. Those are just some of the ways that we're, our bodies are constantly working and doing stuff. So with that said, the whole purpose of this is to look at the way you're viewing food. If you have any issues surrounding this, if you view food as a reward or think that you have to earn your food, um, I just want to kind of sh shine the light on that and then talk about other ways that we can have non-food based incentives and rewards. So let's talk about using food as a reward. Um, typically, we see this in children a lot and I as a parent have totally done this like, oh, good job here, here's a popsicle or whatever the case may be. And I try to catch myself like, no, I don't want to reward with food. I want to reward with something else um, so that it doesn't kind of get the skewed um, association between good behavior and good performance with food. And typically when you see food as a reward, it's not here, have some broccoli or here, have some grilled chicken. It's here, have ice cream or gummy bears or whatever it is. Um, so again, that association with good behavior or good performance is tied to those sugary foods, which not wanting to demonize uh, sweets by any means because they have their place. Um, however, I do want to just say we can reward with things, you know, other than the sugary sweets, right? Um, okay, moving down the line. So rewarding for behavior and achievements. Um, in the fitness world, you see this, so I, I know I was just talking about children um, and kids, um, and a good example of that actually that I just thought of is my son is in kindergarten and they reward in class with lollipops and earn lollipops. And I just, I don't know, maybe I'm more sensitive to it, but I think that again, achievement being tied to candy is not really beneficial because again, they're making those associations in their young brains that if I do good, I get candy or I earn candy. So um, in the fitness world, I wanna talk about that a little bit. So sometimes food or treats are earned if I do X, Y, Z. I get to have blank if I do this workout. Um, and I used to fall victim to that as well. Back in my earlier years, um, before I became a trainer, I would, you know, if I don't finish my whole gallon jug, I can't have a glass of wine. Or I started tying it to different things. Or, oh, I went for a run today, I can totally have these chips or this whatever it is. And you're tying your performance and your worth, essentially, to, to food and um, you know, earning it and using it as that reward versus, hey, no, our bodies actually need food, we require food, we deserve to have food, we're worthy of it. Um, let me just read this comment. Yes, absolutely, it can be so harmful for kids and those initial experiences with food as a reward. Yes, totally, which is why I wanna talk about it. Oh my gosh. Um, so a lot of times in the fitness world, and I hear it from my clients a lot of the time, 
Um, you know, they'll be like, oh, I was bad this weekend. I didn't work out, but and I had, you know, all this ice cream. So then they feel like they have to burn it off. And that's another thing I hear a lot is, oh, I had, you know, went out to eat and had french fries and a burger and I really need to be at the gym to, to work it off. And one of the things I remember hearing uh, when I was, mm, I was still overweight, I had just had my daughter, um, I heard a girl who I thought was beautiful and had a great body and I was, I was a little bit envious, let's just say that. I, I thought, wow, she's got it going on. And I heard her say, oh, I have to go work out tonight because I have to burn off my 350 calorie lunch. And I took that as like, oh, 350 calories, that's a lot. Oh man. Um, and so sometimes I've had to work through that old uh, record in my head thinking, you know, 350 calories. And it's actually, it's all dependent on your body and your goals and what you're trying to do. But 350 calories isn't necessarily that much, um, depending on, you know, what it is. If it's 350 calories of Snickers, not so great for your body, but 350 calories of, you know, some kale and some grilled chicken, uh, maybe avocado, stuff like that. Like, that's actually really good for your body and you need that. And in fact, looking at 500 calories or so of that versus 500 calories of a burger is going to affect your body in massively different ways. So I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I want to continue on using food as a reward for performance. Um, so in the fitness world, what I try to do is look at our workouts, not as validation for eating, but for what they actually do for us. So instead of thinking you have to earn your food or you don't deserve to have that sweet potato fries with your dinner because you didn't finish your workout or whatever it is. Instead of looking at it that way, look at your workouts as, um, for instance, my exercise I did today makes me feel so much better and I'm increasing my blood flow. I'm lowering my blood pressure. I'm, I feel better mentally uh, or, uh, you know, my muscles are 20 reps stronger today or the 30 minutes of cardio I did today is really strengthening my heart or my lungs are gonna work more efficiently because I just did this awesome Tabata workout or the strength workout increased my bone density. It's gonna help prevent osteoporosis. I mean, you can get like, you can get really down in there on what exercise is actually doing for your body um, despite what you're eating. It doesn't necessarily negate um, your food doesn't negate the benefits of exercise um, until you get this really unhealthy balance. But I do want to say just challenge yourself if you struggle with using food as something you have to earn. Challenge yourself to change the perspective with your workouts and your exercise and your daily movement. And even if you're not exercising, that's fine too. Just think of your body is worthy of food. You don't have to earn your food. Um, but it's been really helpful for me to look at my workouts a little bit differently and especially in the past and just working in the fitness industry for the last eight years, I see a lot of things and a lot of things subconsciously or consciously 
kind of get ingrained in my head and it can be really tricky, especially when you're just constantly around it and inundated with it. So um, part, of, part of it is, is really just looking, looking at food differently and looking at your workouts as you don't have to earn that food. You work out and looking at the benefits of the workout for your body, what it's actually doing in your body. And you might have to Google it if you don't know, but some of the basic basic benefits of exercise, and then you're looking at improved um, uh, bone density, which I mentioned, uh, lower blood pressure, lower blood sugar. I mean, there's so many different things, so many different things that exercise actually does for you. And exercise is not a requirement to get food, right? Okay, so I wanna go back to talking about kids and using food as a reward for them. Uh, they start to associate that behavior or their achievement with food. Like I mentioned, my kindergartner who, in his classroom, his teacher gives out lollipops as a reward, and they can earn that, which I, that can be fun, that whatever, but at the same time, we're ingraining in our kids, if I do good, I can have this. And you start associating that, and it just totally motivates them to do more, which is great. But on the same side, I feel like we need to be showing non-food-based incentives. And um, there are long-term uh, implications that negatively affect their relationship with food and subsequent eating behaviors. And I think that's something that, you know, we also need to be cognizant of when we start doing these things. And I, like I said, I fall victim to it. I do it with my kids, reward them with food sometimes and or you know let's celebrate with ice cream or whatever and i think that not to demonize any of that but to keep a good balance like am i showing what a healthy relationship with food is or am i totally obscuring it and making my kids or showing myself earning my food as a reward or whatever um let's see also in this realm i see a lot of using food as good, bad, can or can't have. And that's another big thing that can really mess up someone's relationship with food, especially if you're doing that in front of your kids. Um, it can totally mess up and just make that relationship totally, totally skewed, especially when, you know, when they grow up and they think that they're not allowed to have this, you can't have this, especially if it got tied to performance or tied to exercise only, then you can have that. And one of the examples, actually I have two examples for you, and these all just happened very recently. Um, my daughter's volleyball team, uh, it's a middle school volleyball team, all eighth graders, and they had their final game of the season last week, um, of the actual season. They're in the playoffs this week, but let's just, okay, final game of the season, and the coach, brought donuts as a reward for the final game of the season. And on the surface, nothing really seems, oh, well, that's kind of fun, that's nice of him, whatever. Um, however, the way he went about it was a red flag to me. And this is because I received an email, all of the parents received an email from the coach, and it said, you know, blah, 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 final game. But most importantly, and the email goes to the, the players and the parents. 
and most importantly, you guys, your plan for donuts. And I thought, how is that? How is that most importantly? Most importantly, you're playing for the love of the game or you're playing because it's fun or all those things. Like, how is it more important to be playing for donuts than just playing volleyball for fun? So I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then around that same time, I was out for a walk and I saw on the sidewalk, run now cookies later. And this was during the uh, practice time of a uh, girls gone girls gone running or something like that I forget what it's called uh, girls on the run girls on the run and it's a running program for elementary school kids where you know uh, with girls girls elementary school girls that they go and they do a 5k run after school and they had all these cute sayings and motivational stuff like all throughout you know the area of their run which I thought was great until I came across that one that said run now cookies later and I thought well, what are you really messaging right there? Like, what are they reading? If I finish this run, if I push myself, I get to have cookies. Again, so we're looking at food as a reward and you have to earn your cookie. You can't just have cookies because you have to run first. And I think that that's just completely ridiculous. Um, and also I do wanna say if it was just popping in, I totally used to do that with a lot of things and sometimes I still struggle with like, oh, I didn't work out today, I really shouldn't have this. And I have to stop myself and say, no, that's not how it works. Um, and I want to <laughs> piggyback, circle back around to the donuts at volleyball because at the actual game, at the actual volleyball game last week, um, I saw the donuts, I saw them there, so I was like, okay, it's really happening, cool, whatever. Um, throughout the entirety of the game, which is about an hour and 15 minutes, they play about anywhere from you know four to five matches. And the entire time, the coach, I could hear him say, doesn't look like you guys are playing for donuts. Come on, act like you want some donuts. Play for some donuts. You know, he was just constantly encouraging, like, come on, do better so you can have a donut. Do better so you can have a donut. Like, you must not really want a donut Truly, what message is that sending to these kids? You know, like, I, I don't know. Um, he's totally tying their performance to food, which is the whole, the whole subject of this talk right now. And I want to say that it is possible to use food in a healthier way as a, I don't want to call it a reward, but as a celebration, I guess. Um, and one of the examples I have of that is as a kid, every Friday after school, elementary school years, my mom would take my brother and I to get an icy. You guys remember icies at the Circle K or 7-Eleven, whatever it was. And we got to get, you know, whichever cool color they had or flavor. And it only happened on Fridays. It was something we looked forward to. It wasn't an everyday thing, and it was not tied to my performance, my self-worth, my body, nothing. It was tied to, hey, it's Friday. Let's celebrate the weekend with an icy. And I can see how some people might think, well, that's the same thing you're talking about. Yes and no. Um, no, because having that icy on Fridays had no, no relation to if I did good in school, 
if I had a good report card, if I did my exercises in PE or anything, it was just, hey, and I remember there would be times where my grades might not have been the best or I might have actually been grounded. And even though I was grounded or I had a bad grade on something or a missing assignment, I still got to go have the icy because the icy was part of, hey, let's celebrate the end of the week. It's Friday, here's the weekend. And I like the way that my mom did that. I probably sub like unconsciously not even knowing that that's what she was teaching me was it had nothing to do with my, my behavior, achievements or anything. And if you wanna use food, I think that's a better way to do it. Um, don't tie it to if you play well, like the coach did with the donuts or using that as your fuel or your fire to get through something. Um, so with the food-based things, I wanna talk about non-food-based incentives and non-food-based rewards that you can use that still offer praise and encouragement. So with that said, some of the things um, I've come up with, some of the things I do, which I will give you some examples, is taking a trip to the beach or favorite park or favorite outdoor spot, whatever it is, planning like a fun little trip, maybe a picnic or something, going and doing something like that, uh, playing a game, having a movie night, uh, buy yourself a new crafting item, buy a lottery ticket, taking a nap. Um, one of the things that I love to do if I have the free time is totally take a nap and that is a treat to me. Um, getting a bouquet of flowers, scheduling a massage, getting a manicure, um, you can get yourself new headphones, um, try a new fancy lotion or shower gel. This is something I love to do when I want to reward myself for whatever it is that I'm, you know, that I did or whatever is getting a new shower gel or lotion or bath bomb or body scrub, something like that, or new Epsom salt for bath soaks, um, bubble bath, things like that. Um, you can also get a new book or clothing item. One of my favorite things to do is a new piece of workout gear. As if I don't already have enough, but that is one thing that I do love to use as a reward or incentive that is non-food based. Um, there's also getting a new journal to journal in or um, a new nail polish color is super fun too. There's tons of different ways to, to reward yourself or reward your kids with things that are not food because like I talked about, that can just create a negative association with performance and food and then as kids grow older with our culture and society, um, you know, and, and certain foods getting demonized or carbs are bad, fat's bad, you know, don't eat too much protein, eat more protein, all this stuff that unless you're studying it, you don't really know what to believe. And as you grow up, it can get a little confusing, right? And then with some of these old things from our past, you know, being young kids and like, well, if I did really good, I got candy. Um, can lead to other things potentially down the road like disordered eating, um, especially when you're looking at performance and earning your food. Um, I know for me personally, seeing that surface in my life as an adult, you know, really earning, um, 
cooking my food or equating like how much of a workout I did with what I got to have or was allowed to have or food being good and bad can really be construed and kind of boil up into this disordered eating thing. And from experience, I just don't want that to happen. So I want to just start talking about this and get some information out there and just kind of shine the light and then see if there's ways or not just see if, I know that there's other ways, but to show you guys other ways, tell you about other ways to reward yourself and reward your kids that is more beneficial to their growth and health versus, you know, something that could potentially uh, be a little bit more destructive. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. And I'm super, super excited that I got to talk about it and just to bring it up and shed some light out there on, you know, what's really out there in our culture. Um, and I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday.